Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jet Set and Jesse Thorne. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, I hate to start the show with a brag. <laughs> well, I mean, apparently you're going to tell tell a tale of Jet Setting. Yeah. Uh... Jordan Morris, uh, <laughs> stationary shut in. <laughs> I, f- I flew somewhere uh, for lunch today. Oh. Today, earlier on this very day, mm-hmm. I flew to San Francisco, had lunch, and flew back. For, for a good reason? Yes. Uh, I should explain. It yes. was for a good reason. Yes. <laughs> Please explain. Don't let yes. that hang and make everyone hate us. We are a donor-supported podcast. Sure, network. yeah. Uh, my Well, so my daughter... Um, Spent the last two weeks at a summer camp, Mm -hmm. uh, a day camp in the Bay Area Mm -hmm. uh, called Rainbow Day Camp, Mm -hmm. which is for – it's for all kids, Mm -hmm. but uh, particularly for gender nonconforming kids. Um, So the first week, my wife and uh, my sons went up there with her and they got an Airbnb and they spent the week up there. And uh, Oscar, my four-year-old, went to the day camp Mm -hmm. too and they all had a great time, blah, 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 blah. And then on Thursday of that week, I flew up and joined them. And then Teresa and Oscar and Curtis and I drove back down to Mm -hmm. L.A. so that I could work this week. And Grace stayed up there with my wife's parents and my mom. Mm -hmm. So we had to get her back here and she's a little too young to fly as an unaccompanied minor. So – uh, we realized the best way to manage this was for me to do uh, the ultimate businessman power move, sure, and fly somewhere uh, than just fly back. Nice. How and how you feeling? Terrible. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing: flying is horrible. Sure. I don't mind. Let's introduce our guest. I would love to. Our guest on the program, of course, one of uh, the most beloved Jordan Jesse Go guests. Wow. Uh, we actually planned to have him here this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, weeks ahead of time, uh, he is a film star. He's a <laughs> stand-up comedy celebrity. Yeah. And, of course, he's probably best known mm-hmm. as a guest star on the hit podcast <laughs> Bubble. <laughs> right. In, a, in an episode that hasn't come out yet. Steve Agee. Thank you. Hi, Steve. Wow. That's a, that's a day for you, man. Yeah. So here's the thing about flying. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of flying. No. I went through a brief afraid of flying period. Mm-hmm. Me too. Where I just it was like it's it was sort of that feeling that you get when you realize your own mortality, mm-hmm. and then you have to refocus on shunting it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, as a man of no faith, go through that occasionally. <laughs> you know, I just suddenly, why am I ill? Oh yes, because I'm going to die someday. Mm. Yeah. But uh, I, I had that feeling for a, a couple of plane flights where there would be moments where I'd be like, nothing's holding this plane up. Nope. Planes aren't real. I'm going <laughs> to die of this. Steve, was that yours too? I had a decade of plane fear Yeah, well, where I, mean, I did not fly. Really? I like had a panic attack. John Madden style? Yeah. I had a panic attack on a flight from uh, Sacramento to Burbank, which is maybe 40 minutes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Had a panic attack. Like, it, which, yeah, to the world's two mildest airports yes, too. Yeah. Which was... Not even speaking, related. By the way, speaking of the jet set, yeah, Burbank to Sacramento, it's the classic jet set oh, route. Of oh, course. yeah, yeah. Southwest, yeah, right. only way to go. And <laughs> it was a plane full of state legislators. Yeah, 
There's it, no boarding group like boarding group C. Am I right, <laughs> fellas? This was C, like 95 C, C, C. or – yeah, like 95 or 96 and I had mm-hmm. a panic attack unrelated to flying. I just happened to have a panic attack while I was on the flight. Right. And for about 10 years after that, I would associate flying with panic attacks and I just did not fly. Wow. Well, are you – were you a comedian at the time? No, I was uh, doing – I was playing music. I was playing in bands and yeah, I was like – seems you know, like, like maybe 20, flying – 25 years old. Affects and, that. I mean you could only – yeah. yeah. Did, did it did – you, did you have like stuff you couldn't do for work because you couldn't fly? Not really. I – it kind of all changed when I started working at uh, the Jimmy Kimmel show. My first assignment as a writer was to fly to Vegas hmm. with Jimmy's uncle Frank to do a bit with Chris Angel, Mind Freak. <laughs> right. You may know him as the Mind Freak. Yeah, Again, yeah. the ultimate jet set lifestyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got Jimmy you got Jimmy Flying out. Un- Jimmy Kimmel's on-camera uncle. Yeah. That's right. You got the Mind Freak himself. And Flavor Flav. Wow. Oh, wow. Who we ran into at the airport and we're like, hey, you want to hey, come do a bit with us? Hey, let's see if we could guess what year this was. <laughs> when, yeah. when, when could you do a, a bit with both Chris Angel and Flavor Flav and have it be... Uh, an event. Of course, my initial thought here mm-hmm. is Fear of Black Planet just came out. <laughs> right, sure. It, public Enemy are at the peak of their power. I'm guessing this is probably when he had a reality show. Chris Angel is yeah. a lonely shut-in practicing magic tricks in his parents' right. bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saving up for that leather jacket yeah. that he'll wear with no shirt. And mascara. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. 2006. It's 2006. That's yeah. good. Um, and so I... They're like, AG, you're doing it because no, none of the other writers like traveling for work. They all had family. So they're like, you're the new guy. You're doing it. Sure. And uh, I was terrified and um, did did the flight and was fine and have been fine with flying ever since. I do know I, I do know what it's like be working for a show that has some travel associated with it and automatically being the default guy who goes because you have no family. Yeah. Like you are the guy who goes. Yeah. It be, that's how it began. I had to go. I would fly to New York to do bits. I would fly to Philadelphia. Like none of the people with families wanted to do it, rightfully so. Was it just for Jimmy's uncle or were no, there cousins involved? No. One was with Jimmy's cousin Sal. Uh, one was with Guillermo. Um, yeah. I wasn't a writer on the show for very long. Like Sarah Silverman's show got picked up like maybe three months after I'd become a writer. And so it was very short-lived. And is that – and you just like muscled your way through that fear. You didn't have a yeah. breathing technique no, or anything. No. All it took was one successful flight. I just did it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have never had a fear of flying, but I am ir- irrationally afraid that I'll get on the plane and be bored. <laughs> that to me, <laughs> I I overpack my like to do stuff. Books, iPads. Yeah. And I, I'm like constantly like if I have a backpack on, I am constantly feeling that backpack to make sure the thing is in there mm-hmm. just because oh, yeah. like, yeah. What are we talking about? What's a, What's the laundry list here? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you gotta have you gotta have a big you gotta have a chapter book. Right. I love since <laughs> since I turned ten, yeah. I've always loved chapter books. Sure, uh, you gotta have a chapter book. Wait, I mean, pictures or no pictures? No pictures. I'm that's a big r- boy. That's rough. Yes, I'm a big boy. Picture book. I'm not a baby. How do you imagine what's happening? Picture in books story? are for babies. <laughs> How do you imagine what's happening in the story? The yeah. mind, my imagination. Oh, that. Ugh, you clearly boy. haven't seen Fantasmic. 
<laughs> the no. Disneyland Water Show that teaches you that the that imagination. A water show. Uh, anyway, so yeah, like to have a chapter book. Like to have like a a lighter piece of reading. Something I'm you can just kind of magazine. Magazine. Jordan, I'm morally yes. opposed to back projection. Oh, okay. Certainly on a water scrim. <laughs> now, now, why is that? Is it a religious thing? Yeah, I'm a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, okay. Well, that explains <laughs> And that's one of the things. So that's no why, birthdays. You don't celebrate Prince, birthdays. That's why Prince never did Phantasmic. Oh, wow. That's Do the they old... not celebrate birthdays? I think, yeah, yeah I think that is a thing with Jehovah's Witnesses. Pass. You were about to join. Yeah, I was You were this close. <laughs> Man, they look so nice in their suits. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Um, so yeah, I will create any flight, even if it is, even if it is the old Burbank to Sacramento 40 minuter, I will pack like crazy stuff to do. I mean, the solution to this is get a fucking iPad asshole because it has all that stuff on okay, it. Okay, so yeah, wait, yeah. wait, but number one. Sure. Chapter book. Chapter book. Do what about mags? You bringing mags? I'm bringing, oh yeah, at the height of my flying, I get I, mags, mags for days. Do you get what the kind mags of magazines at the are we Boys at? life. Highlights. <laughs> <laughs> Highlights. Guns and then guns and ammo. Got it. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, like some sort of video game thing always helps. Nintendo I was, 3DS. I was in the newsstand at the airport today. Mm-hmm. Speaking of guns and ammo, mm-hmm. this was not a big, a hundred magazine selection newsstand. This was a twenty-five or thirty magazine selection newsstand. Oh yeah. Uh, one of them was <laughs> Ooh, a yeah. concealed carry themed magazine. Oof. What is that? It was that like mean? concealer or something? Right. For like. Articles of clothing that have gun gun pockets or something. Yeah, I. It's for I, spies. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was stunned by it. Yeah, this is in Oakland. Mm. By the way, I'm still impressed that you flew today. Yeah, flying I flew, still impresses me. I flew, got off an airplane, went to lunch, got on a different airplane. Where'd you go to lunch? Again. You got you got your did you, <laughs> in and out. You did get your. <laughs> You did get... Because it had to be close to the airport. It had to be yeah, something yeah. my six-year-old wait, wait, would okay. enjoy. I was going to say, you did get the kid, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse, it would have been a great bit if I had said that and you had run out of the booth and not come back and then let Gotta go. me and Steve do Anyway, if you want to do an elaborate bit next time. Got to get away. <laughs> I have to run from the law. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, uh, But, yeah, and then I will, I will okay, over- Okay, so book. Book. Mag. Mag. What mag? What titles are we talking about? Atlantic? Yeah, Atlantic. Yeah, I mean, I think at the height of my, like, traveling a lot, you know, I you know, I, I like a general interest Esquire. Do you buy them in the airport at the the newsstands in there? Uh, I, I sometimes selection? I'll subscribe, but if I, if oh, I know I'm wow. doing a lot of traveling, at, again, I don't have a job where I travel a lot these days, so I'm not subscribing, but at the height I was subscribing. I feel like I go into the airport thinking... I'm going to buy some magazines for myself to enjoy on mm-hmm. this airplane. And I look at all the magazines and I think, I hate all these yep. magazines. <laughs> yep. Every mm-hmm. single one of these magazines I hate. Yep. Uh, and except for- Even Hustler? I'll, my, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> come on. I'll buy a Hustler. Do you hate Hustler? Don't be one of these I hate Hustler snobs, Jesse. I'll buy a Hustler over 60. Okay. I have rarefied taste. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I will see. I'll see the New Yorker there. Mm-hmm. And I'll think, why? Like, I actually like reading the New Yorker. Always a good choice. But then I'll, I'll remember that I have a subscription to it, and I'll get mad at the idea sure. doubling up of doubling up because I didn't bring it, yeah. or it didn't come in time. That's a big. Uh. It's a weekly magazine. Doesn't come in time, so there's a new one on the shelf at the newsstand. But I don't have mm. it in my house. When yet. it comes to your house, do you read it right away? 
Um, no, I'd, if I plan it, if I planned ahead, you like to wait till nobody you have a nice reads, long dump. Yeah, <laughs> nobody reads all their New Yorkers, but it also costs like eleven dollars or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, and then I have to re- like, you know, there's like these magazines that are like that, you know, Harper's and the Atlantic sure. and stuff, and I don't really like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will buy this the the one magazine that I will buy in an airport uh, that I I. I have like I've had dalliances with having a subscription to, but made me too crazy. It was mm. a magazine called Monocle. Mm. Have you ever looked at this magazine? I'm familiar. I haven't looked at it though. Uh, this is the magazine of the uh, high flying international asshole. Mm. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like a cla- a pretty classy asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, and it like if I buy it and bring it on the airplane, I can look at it as it has pretty good fashion editorial in there, which is nice. Uh, it's got It'll have some interesting things. It's, it's pretty breezy, you know. I've, I'll, I not a lot of big long features, but some mm. kind of interesting thing about an article about what the what kind of airplane the king of Poland has. Sure, something <laughs> like that. What kind? But like the basically the central thesis <laughs> of this magazine is that the problem with the third world is that their airport lounges aren't nice enough. Mm, sure, sure, oh. sure. And that is so insulting. Yeah. It can be very difficult to make it through. But on an airplane, I just I just put away my morals and enjoy the watch coverage or whatever. You know, there's a magazine for the people, and it's called Perfect Ten. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Anyway. Big naturals. Big- <laughs> They're natural, okay? I feel we like when I buy we appreciate naturals. <laughs> I feel like when I buy like an Esquire or a GQ, mm-hmm. which I will once in a mm-hmm. while, I feel like it is so hard to figure out what is going to be good and what is going to be bullshit. Sure. You gotta get a gotta get a couple paragraphs into it. Because like an Esquire or a GQ will publish a long, brilliant piece mm-hmm. of magazine journalism. It's so amazing, but it could be any one of the pieces in there. Sure, like it might be the piece about Mila Kunis. It might that one might right. be the sure. good one. Right, it's like a right a piece that lets you know how crazy Val Kilmer is now. Yeah, and then you're like, this is amazing. This is brilliant. Yeah. This is genius. He owns a buffalo. Yeah. Why? Is that true? I think so, yeah. Oh, he is I guess a ranch thinking, guy. He lives on a ranch. I'm thinking of a specific kind of, like, magazine article that will, like, viral nowadays with, of like, we've checked in with this celebrity you kind of remember. Sure. And, like, you know, let you know about their kind of crazy life. And there's a little pathos. I think there was a Brendan Fraser one recently Ooh, that was I'm in. into that. Yeah. There was a really intense Johnny Depp one in Rolling Stone. Oh, I did read that Johnny Depp one. Really? Johnny wow. Depp in that says... One of the most mind blowing things, and I think it. it sure, Johnny Depp is. That's his manner of living. Sure, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he says he's talking about, and it's about his like money problems and how problems. I know, yeah. I heard that fucker parks his car anywhere he wants and just leaves it because he's like, eh, if I they get, get a, a ticket, car. I'll just have someone pay it. I he think... has fourteen houses, and one of his big problems is he won't sell any of yeah. them. Yeah, that was a revelation in the. Oh, uh, is that true? Yes. Yeah. That's 100% real, and the number is 14. It's stuck in my head. 14. He says something in that about, like, how, you know, he feels kind of crazy because his, you know, financial managers have— And also he's crazy. And also he's Johnny Depp. He's <laughs> yeah, crazy. He's an and also person. probably a bad person as yeah. well. Um, but, yeah, he's talking about how, you know, he he feels like he's living in a parallel universe because he's made all this money, but he doesn't have any because he's been bamboozled by his people or whatever— 
and he's like, I feel like it's I feel like I'm living in the Matrix. I never saw that movie and I didn't understand the script. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you sure did say yeah. that. I remember that. I never and I did <laughs> I like the idea of them wanting Johnny Depp to be in the Matrix and him just not getting it and throwing yeah. it out. Okay, so we got Yags. Wow. A chapter book. Chapter book. What about uh, neck pillows? What about a computer? I don't do a neck oh, pillow. I mean, that's not entertainment, but yeah, I've never had a I've never had a tiny laptop. Okay, which are all, and I've tried to top with my big my big top. But you decided to power bottom. I decided to power bottom, <laughs> right? Uh, so yeah, I uh, yeah, I usually don't have a laptop that I can poke around with on the flight. Okay, so and I'm not about to give my money to go go in flight. No. Yeah, I, I guess mean, I could play solitaire or something. I put movies on my Microsoft Surface. And That's I, a good that idea. Works out That's a really good, good idea. I yeah. should probably do. Anyway, I you know I should I should probably do tablet at some point, but I don't fly that much these days. I fly That's two times true. a year these days. So, That's true. You know. Okay, so you get so so no computer. Yeah, but I know you got video games in there. Yeah, sometimes if I have a Nintendo 3DS or I had a PlayStation Vita for a while, I would bring those. those have you ever brought more than one video game thing? No, I never have. That's a that's something. That's a a, a level of. Boredom, paranoia. I'm not. I'm not prepared to. Uh, I'm not prepared to go to. What about like a Game and Watch? Oh yeah, sure. Nintendo Game and Watch. Yeah, yeah. play those boring games. Yeah, like a Tiger yeah. LCD game. Oh yeah, I had a couple of Tiger LCD games growing up. What uh, Tiger LCD games did you have? <sighs> Football and Karnov. Karnov. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Karnov was a very weird. It was a Nintendo game, but it had a Tiger LCD version as well. I don't know if I also had the Nintendo game. Do you ever have a Tiger LCD game? You know what we're talking about? I think I know. They're like, it's like this it, big. It's like, this, it's like the size of a of – a, what's an analog for that size? I don't. I don't know. A king size Kit Kat bar. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, and it has a and it has maybe a a two by three inch LCD screen. And your character has like two animations. Yeah, yeah. It can go. But they they had like a Donkey Kong one, right? Yeah. So they wouldn't try and like port you know popular games into this format. Yeah. Carnov was a very strange NES game where you played a shirtless Russian man who spit fireballs. Oh, sure. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Lost, where's that reboot? Yeah. Where's that reboot? <laughs> it's huh? timely it's now. It's yeah, right sure, now. Sure, I know. I think Karnov chose our president. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Are you mm-hmm. doing a John Oliver submission? Yes. <laughs> uh, Good luck I, with that man, by the way. I, I had I had baseball, mm-hmm. uh, which I purchased at a garage sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had it three years too late. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, not unlike my MC Hammer cassette tape. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I had uh, I had baseball, and then uh, later I got Herzog Savai. Did you get hurt? No, no you didn't get Herzog Savai. You couldn't play that on Oh, my LCD. God, though. You know what? Uh, I was at the Goodwill the other day. Mm-hmm. Not bragging. It's just part of my jet wow. lifestyle, mm-hmm. Steve. Wow. In San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> Fly up. <laughs> go to the Goodwill. Goodwill. Yes. Yeah, so this was it. <laughs> Goodwill 2.0. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. Tech Goodwill. Yeah. I was at a regular Goodwill here in it's, Los Angeles. It's just all, uh, it's just all segways. Just yeah. huge segways. Uh... <laughs> um, and uh, what about that thing that squeezes juice out of a pod? Oh, right. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. You put a little bag in there and it yeah. squeezes it for you. Yeah, some kind of like a sachet. Yeah. <laughs> I think it may have been a potpourri. Yeah. I can't tell you. Anyway, uh, I found a cartridge. Mm-hmm. I just saw it out of the corner of my eye on, on a shelf, on a mm-hmm. miscellany shelf, a cartridge for a video game. And I picked it up. And Jordan, 
you know me, outside of the Nintendo game baseball stars, mm-hmm. I'm not driven by video game nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I, I've had some fun with the Sega Genesis you got me for Christmas a mm-hmm. couple years ago. I played some NHL hockey and some Bulls versus Blazers in the, NA, yeah, in a lot the of NBA classics. playoffs. Haven't haven't gotten myself a copy of Flashback, but I might do that at some mm. point. Yeah, remembering my childhood. That's yeah, hard. Um, back hard when game. we back when we decided what game to play based on how many megabits it contained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I am not. A, I'm not a retro gamer, mm-hmm. and I'm also trying to avoid irony based consumption. Sure. But something so beautiful happened before my eyes; it almost blinded me to that principle. It was. An Atari Jaguar cartridge Oof. for the video game White Men Can't Jump. Wow. Whoa. Nice. And I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. I left it there on the shelf. I even looked it up on eBay. I could have I could have made oh, 10 or 20 bucks. Boy, you, this was because I actually know the cheat code to play is Rosie Perez. <laughs> and there's a mini game where you win at Jeopardy. <laughs> is that White Men Can't Jump? Yeah, I think that's White yeah. Men Can't Jump. Yeah. I think, honestly... If it, if it was a Atari Jaguar game called Rosie Perez at her in her, at her peak, <laughs> sure. I would have bought myself an Atari Jaguar so that I could play it. Steve, uh, I think the last time you were on the show, you were kind of recently off video games. I'm uh, back. Are you, you're back, yeah. baby. Welcome back. Oh, you don't look happy though. No, it's, I'm like... very satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're just content. So talk I came about... back for Destiny too, and you you feel good about it. I mean, I've wasted a lot of time, but it's been fun. You, you like the grind. You like a grind. Yeah. What's a Destiny 2? I've never heard of this. It's like a first-person shooter, um, you know, a la Halo or something like that, and you can play with your friends. There's things called raids, these big challenges where you it takes like a team of six people to go and – fight their way to a boss and I can't believe I'm 49 and talking about this. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say your your friends are your fellow 49-year-olds and time uh, to waste. Yeah. Tommy Jr. All your buddies, all your <laughs> buddies from Jr. your boys life reading yeah. club. No, these are all my other like actor entertainment buddies who don't work full time. Right. Uh I had a little bit of a speaking of feeling old in relation to video games. Yeah. I had to turn down the difficulty of a video game <gasps> I was playing oh, the wow. other day. I Man. pride myself on playing video games on hard. Heroic mm-hmm. mode. It feels good. I feel like I can lord it over people when we talk <laughs> about a game and I can say I'm playing that on hard. What's yeah. the regular mode? The n- like no- I have <laughs> the video game Fallout 4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this on the program before, but mm-hmm. I have the video game Fallout 4. Which, despite still not really liking, I've now spent mm-hmm. over five days playing. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, wow. And uh, Sounds like you like a grind, too. I guess. Yeah. I think I just don't know how to buy another video game that I'll like mm-hmm. better. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I just never changed it. Does that make me weak? You never... I don't know. even think I know where the setting is to change how hard it is. Usually you do it at the beginning when you're booting her up. Okay. But some, some games you can change it like in the menu yeah, at okay. will. So, yeah. I... Oh, so I am playing... I am playing... How, but how many levels below the level that you play am I? Are there usually five so levels and I'm on number three? So there's like are, beginner, normal, yeah. and like... Yeah, hard. Insanity mode or heroic yeah. mode or... Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, or like if it's Wolfenstein, a guy's face gets madder and madder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. They've kept that convention even yeah. in the reboots. Oh. Good. 
I remember that from my IBM PC days. Yeah, yeah. They're still going with that guy's face getting a little madder as the game gets harder. Oh, that's Got funny. it. Uh, I am playing uh, God of War, uh, the the kind of reboot, kind of not, of the PlayStation franchise. It's a very, very good game. Uh, if, if that You know how people tell you it's a good game? It's a good game. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but had to turn down the difficulty. Wow. Uh, from, Are you like a sword guy? Uh, you're you have an axe, and you get other weapons later, and you have an arrow son. You're a blade dude. You're a blade dude. You have an arrow son. <laughs> Your son helps you. He's nice, and you're kind of mean to him. Oh. Is this PlayStation specific? Plates is a PlayStation exclusive. Right now, I'm mad at Fallout because mm-hmm. I don't want to be friends. I have to pick somebody to be friends with, and I hate them all. Oh no! They all seem like real heels. Yeah, and also it tricked me heels. into yeah, it tricked me into being on this one team. And, like, yeah, I killed all the robot guys because they seemed like assholes. But you weren't supposed to do that? And now I'm on this other robot team. There's this team of guys with robot suits. And there's this other team, the fighting suits, and they have helicopters, which have a weird name. In their suits? Yeah, they go in the suit, and then they go into the helicopter and shoot guns at people. That's cool. Yeah, it does it's, sound cool. It's cool, but I... <laughs> Steve, do you want to buy this game on the way home? I did it for a minute, but I then I decided do. they yeah. were morally corrupt, so I killed them all. Mm-hmm. I just murdered every single one of them. Good. Here is a concern with modern video games. Okay. Here's a fucking trick they like to pull these yeah. days. It's like, hey, go kill all those guys. You kill them, and then at the end, the video game's like... Why'd you kill, Why'd you kill all those guys? Maybe you're bad. You're an old Maybe you're bad. Yeah, that's the thing that upsets me about... So, like, there are so many more in this game Fallout. Mm-hmm. There's so many moral choices that it asks mm-hmm. you to make. Yeah. But the only solution that you can do... The only thing you can do in the game is kill everyone in front... Mm-hmm. Go somewhere and kill everyone that's there. Makes that's sense. That's the only... So, yeah. The only cho- that's literally the only course of action. Mm-hmm. There's no like, I mean, you can decorate your house. <laughs> that sounds fun, but you have to kill a lot of people to get yeah. enough. Can you bang points. people like in uh, Fable? <laughs> There's no, but there. I I fell in love. That's nice. Oh. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that's uh, sweet. What's it feel like? Uh, it's cold and dead. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Kind of clammy. Huh. Yeah, she just kind of follows me around and helps me kill people. Oh, that's, that's true love. I want that. Yes. And I, I get want a, that. And I get a bonus if we sleep in the same bed together. Oh. That sounds nice. Yeah. Well, like a stat bonus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got a lot like of- your st- luck got, or something? I got all these stars, special abilities, <laughs> gun nuts. Mm-hmm. That's Good one of them. Nut. Science man. Mm-hmm. That's one. <laughs> sure. Point Dexter Award. Mm. I'm friends with uh, an evil uh, mutant. Seems like you're doing great in this. I got him a special hat. Fallout for him. Yeah, this fucking this. sounds, I, sounds I wanna, like rules. I want to fall in love in a game. I know, and give a hat to a mutant. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's the life. You huh? have to give him a mutant hat. He can't wear regular hats. I can do everything I can't do in real life. Yeah. yeah. Give a hat to a mutant and I fall gave in love. My, I gave my girlfriend a pilot hat. That sounds cute. And like a kind of like a Tarzan outfit. So <laughs> she wears like a pilot she hat. Great. Tarzan she sounds outfit. great. She's pretty cool. She's a journalist. Oh, good. What's yeah. the game that all the kids are playing right now? Fortnite? Fortnite. Yeah. All the professional baseball players are playing. Is that, that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Professional baseball players love that. I don't want to play it. It sounds horrible. Yeah. I played it at it's... a family function and a, a child beat you. Well, the child gave it to me and then yelled at me when I wasn't good at it immediately. Oh, oh yeah. 
So it's battle royale, right? It's a battle royale it's game. Just a yeah, fight till there's fight. one. Yeah, left. they drop you in an arena. There's a bunch of weapons, and you just blast dudes. And you're not playing against computer. This is all. I PvP. think it is all PvP. Yes. What Although Jesus maybe there's some bots. Net and trident. No, oh, these are guns. A net. Yeah, very, very <laughs> traditional. Trap them in a net and then poke yeah, them with a trident. Sword, you got sword. Right. You net can be. And you can choose Christian or lion. There's two <laughs> factions. <laughs> and then the emperor gives you a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Right. Yeah. That would be cool. They should do a big uh, like group fighting game that is gladiators. That would fucking yeah. rule. Yeah, anyway, that would be sweet. That would be sweet. I mean, if you could get a girlfriend, what's a journalist? Sure, and p- put a little <laughs> put a little hat on her. Yeah, yeah. And I got there. I got this other friend. He's uh, like uh, he's like a zombie robot. Mm-hmm. Humphrey Bogart. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, I think what they did to make this game was they made a big list of things and then passed them out to different guys in the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And each person got four things and they had to do a thing that's that. Mm-hmm. You know? Have you I, messed I, with I have you messed game. with Fortnite, Steve? I have not. I bet even. you would be good at it because you play Destiny and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I just don't like that. Because it's a it's a lot of kid it's a lot of little kids and the thought of like oh, little kids. baseball players, yeah, first and, of all. And ball players just beating me up. I don't like, like, oh, God, I have to play with Hunter Pence and Derek <laughs> Holland. I don't like PvP stuff. Yeah. I don't either. I don't love online. Uh, I don't love fighting online. Because I'm mostly because yeah. I'm bad at it. I'm, same here. My, my, my video game chops are not what they once yeah, were. same here. So, anyway. Well, I mean, and I had to fucking turn my other one down. It's not even oh, yeah, multiplayer. Right. It's just me versus the computer. Is there any video games? Here's a question for you guys. Yeah. You guys are... You guys are hardcore gamers. Yeah, we're plugged in. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I plugged in. Is that you get like a little implant? <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I know how to jack into the net. He's God. a regular Johnny. <laughs> listen, <Demonic>. I haven't. <laughs> listen, I haven't seen the Matrix, uh-huh. and I didn't understand the script. <laughs> right. But I know about jacking into the net. Yeah. Is there any kind of video game where like? Um, you're like doing stuff online. <laughs> you're it's doing not, stuff online. Well, you're not like you know that game that I like where you grow the where you grow fruits yeah. and you pass them out to your Stardew friends Val. and you write Sims? them letters. Yeah. Okay. What is it? Stardew Valley. Oh. Yeah. Starman Farm. What about mm-hmm. Second Life? Is it Second Life? That's a, yeah. I think it is a that that's where you, that, just you do can do Second Life menial tasks. So that's the thing. And find other furries to... to do erotic dances for. <laughs> I don't want to do. I don't want to just. Decorate my house, right? But you do but, want to do erotic dances for furries, right? I want to have Why are you, stuff. I want to kink do shame fun them, stuff. Okay. I want to do cool stuff, like cook, like erotic dancing. Yeah, <laughs> but I want it to be like violent and focused erotic dancing. Oh, okay. But also, like I'm bad, also I'm bad at video games. So like, I I need a video game where. It's okay for there to be a a guy who's bad at it at your team because he's fun. He's a fun dad, mm-hmm. and like he's he's like you know runs a barbecue. A, grill. There's a group of about twenty five thousand people that he's very famous to. <laughs> so you want so you want to sounds like yeah. Sounds like what you want yeah. is a video game that is a simulation of your real life. <laughs> no, no, no. There's yeah, not... you want Second Life. No, that's not what happens in the game. That's and there's who a race. the game is good for. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, like, most games are good for 17-year-olds who don't have anything else in their life. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're just 17-year-olds with empty lives or 49-year-olds with empty lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but just people that can really... <gasps> You know what would be great? 
Yeah. If you could, if there was a video game where in real life, Jesse, when you get your mail and there's bills, you scan them. Yeah. And then in the video game, you like pay those bills, right. yeah, and like put together an IKEA. Chest. Oh, right, yeah. You're really listing shit I'm bad at. You do <laughs> your real life stuff. Sure, in, in it could be a motion controlled game, and you can grab the Joy Cons or whatever, and yeah. you could bang on that IKEA yeah. table. Can you be in this game? Can you be married to an emotionally competent person who kind of makes up for your <laughs> not insignificant emotional deficiencies? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. She's wearing a captain's hat and a Tarzan outfit. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jet Set and Jesse Thorne. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Steve Agee read The Matrix, didn't understand it. <laughs> I saw The Matrix in college. Yeah. I mean, like in a class in college. Did you like it? No, I hated it. Are you serious? Conscious, yeah, totally about consciousness that. or oh, whatever? I loved it. Oh, I hated it so much. And then for some reason I saw, I want to say it was Matrix 3? Might have been Matrix 2. It had Cornell West in it. <laughs> Which Matrix had Cornell West in it? It was like, oh, there's Cornell West. What two the and, fuck is two this? Two and three, I two think. Two and three? Yeah. Both, yeah. Uh, we'll never know. <laughs> Which one it was? It had. I feel like it had a lot of those kind of scenes where everyone is dancing in an industrial nightclub. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's two where it's like the big mass orgy where everyone's dancing in right. Zion. And, sure, yeah, ugh. that's they're they've got it tough, but but look how look how amazing the real world is for people yes. who haven't taken the yeah. blue pill or whatever the pill <laughs> yeah. was. I yeah. genuinely, I kind of spaced out in the first one intermittently mm-hmm. and uh, lost. I didn't. I genuinely didn't understand it. So by the time I didn't understand the first one and was watching it on a standard definition television at the back of a standard <laughs> <laughs> the back of an American studies classroom, who oh boy. Mm. You know how they said that there were people accusing the Wachowskis of stealing that script, you know, the original Matrix. I did and, not know and that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that from they... a Japanese anime or yeah, something. Yeah. I after seeing the second two movies was like Maybe they did steal that first script because the second two. <laughs> if they was wrote so these bad. on their own, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I think it seems like in those second ones, people they were like, hmm, you know what people liked about that first one? Oh, the the kind of un, you know unique and novel approach to action scenes. No, it was the stony philosophical shit. Yeah, I assumed exactly. you were going to say that the, what they believed that people really liked about the first ones was new types of dreadlocks. Oh, sure, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like new ethnicities, white new styles. Right. Like pointy white dreadlocks. How yeah. Did, yeah. Uh, the color dark. Asian guys with blonde yeah. dreadlocks. The color dark green. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> we have some sponsors on this week's program, above and beyond the Wachowskis. Um, I hear that uh, – what's that speed racer? I heard that's fun. Uh, nope. <laughs> here's, what, here's, the th- here's the good part about speed racer. Yeah. Because there are a lot of speed racer is good guys out there. Right. And I think there's – just, a, just, a, just my own observation. Yeah. Speed racer is good overlaps with the Star Wars prequels were good. Oh, okay. Um, wow. So – but there is a part. In Speed Racer, is that also a is that also a group that overlaps with every movie I've ever seen is good? Uh, I do, I don't I don't know how to pin down this kind of okay 
let's say man. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, here's the part about the Speed Racer movie that I did like and I will remember forever. And, you know, to its credit, there are not a lot of parts of movies that I feel like I will remember forever. So this movie that I guess as a whole I did not like did have one part that I did really like. John Goodman is fighting a ninja, <laughs> and he has picked the ninja up over his head and is doing a wrestling twirl move to the ninja, twirling him around like a pizza pie. Like sure. some wrestling WWE Yeah. Stuff. Like and, a big hot of pizza pie? Yeah. Big hot of pizza pie. It's a real spicy meatball. <laughs> and he's twirling this ninja. And shit's flying He's out. Twirling this He's twirling ninja. this ninja. Never been said before. Then the moon and, hits his eye. And, right, <laughs> like a big ninja guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a ninja. <laughs> I can't add. To that. Uh, no, no reason hot. to. It's too hot in here. Yeah. Uh, twirling this ninja. Yeah. And shit's flying out of the ninja's pocket. So all these knives and ninja stars, stars are flying out of the ninja's pockets and they're hitting the wall. Ah, oh, centrifugal force. And so the, yeah. there's a ninja star flies out of the hits the wall, and then the ninja's keys fly out of his pocket <laughs> and hit the wall. <laughs> and just the idea that the ninja has like house keys, he would. He would right. how is he gonna get back into his house? Yeah. Sneak. Anyway. Susan Sarandon looks good in it. Yeah. Always She's a beautiful so. woman. Who plays Speed Racer? Oh, boy. I think one of those guys who was supposed to be famous and then was not. Like an Emil Hirsch type. An uh, Emil Hirsch, a Hayden Christensen, speaking uh, of the prequels. I, that might be it. It might too. be. It might, maybe this was his follow-up to the prequels. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It is Emil Hirsch. Oh, my God. Confirmation. Hello. Emil, way to go. Yeah. Boom. Steve Agee, uh, an expert in the stars that never were. If you're trying <laughs> Maybe to... Emil Hirsch has been successful after He's that. I don't know. Stuff. I bet he has. Jordan, if you're trying to hire... Yes, a star that never will be. <laughs> sure. It can be tough. Because you can, sure, you can go out there and you can get George Clooney. That's a star that always was. Mm-hmm. Was. You can you can go out there and you can get yourself a Cersei Ronan. Sure. You're going to star that will be for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Because they're a brilliant talent. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for something as specific as a star that will never be, it's going to be hard to bring in the right candidates. Yeah, that's why you got to go. To ziprecruiter.com slash JJGo. It's simple, fast, smart. They send your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. So that means it doesn't matter what kind of employer you're looking for. Uh, a soon-to-be faded minor star. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Army Hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's done Man, some good work. Army Hammer is so great in Sorry to Bother You, just so you know. I think everybody should really get out and see Sorry to Bother You because Army Hammer is amazing. And his name is Army Hammer. That is his I, name. Army. That is his name. Unbelievable. Insane. Not since baseball center fielder Milton Bradley. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Hey, ZipRecruiter, they got powerful matching technology. They scan through thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. Now, type this into your website. Mm-hmm. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. What do we say about ZipRecruiter, Jordan? They're the smartest way to hire? When a problem comes along, you, you must, must zip, zip it. it. Yeah, I think we say that about another company, too. But <laughs> Okay. 
You know, also ZipRecruiter. <laughs> sure. Uh, hey. Something up on the Jumbotron on the Jumbotron. Week, a message from a listener. Uh, yes. Tune in to the collective cerebellum of Russ and Steve on Joygasm, a video game and movie podcast. Finally, a podcast about those things. They're the bo- <laughs> and I guess they're these 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 men refer to themselves as the bodacious bros. Oh. They banter on titillating topics including video games, movies, and pop culture. Joygasm stems from a desire to cultivate a community that embraces nerdvana. So if you crave pixel goodness, memorable moments, and experiences that make your inner child do the happy dance, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Joygasm, a video game and movie podcast. You can search for Joygasm on all the uh, applications, and for exclusive ac- access, you can subscribe at patreon.com slash joygasm. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, it's easy. Go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. That's a special service we provide for members of the MaxFun community. And uh, hey, Jordan. Yeah. Can I mention something? Please do. Hey, do you know any top five podcasts that you created? No. It's not this one. <laughs> it sure isn't. Well, maybe it was this one in like 2006. Yeah, but we had a moment yeah, we, in the we top five. We might have cracked in up yeah. there after we were in Time Magazine or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, Bubble yes. has been absolutely destroying it. Yeah, it's been the the uh, the fan reaction has been delightful. Thank and you. The critical reaction. I just saw a rave on Twitter from Peter Hartlob, mm. pop culture critic of the San Francisco Chronicle. Wow. And our <laughs> friend Glenn Weldon of Pop Culture. Glenn Appiah Weldon said some enough. very nice things about it, and Glenn Weldon knows what is good and what is bad, so I was uh, very flattered and to hear he him say such nice things about who it. who owes who dinner next time he's in Los Angeles. That's right. We owe he him. knows more than his brother, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Mac Weldon knows a lot. They know, they know about comfort. Yeah, he knows about how to put a mesh panel underneath the balls <laughs> to let the steam out. God bless him. Uh, is, uh, bless uh, my man. Feeling. I'm wearing my M-dubs right now. We should say Steve Agee, our guest, will yeah. be appearing in episode five. Five, Bubble. The Cinco, as we call it. The Cinco, that's written by the great Sarah Morgan. Oh, a very, another beloved Jordan Jesse Go guest. And a hilarious... Bit. And recorded in this very booth. Recorded in this very booth. Um, yeah, no, thank you to everybody who's been listening and like leaving reviews in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. It really, like, really, really helps it. So yep. thank you to everybody who's uh, talking about it online, people who are reviewing it. It is very, very cool. And yeah, I'm thrilled with how it's been going. I had a great time hanging out with uh, Steve Agee at the Bubble premiere. Mm. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, we both uh, came to it because mm. we were involved in the production yeah. and wanted to support our friends and colleagues mm-hmm. who were sure. involved in the production, uh, but realized we had no role to play in it. Uh, so we two we giant men sat as fans in the front row. The front row. Sure. Yeah. The absolute front row. And you each did the uh, dick and the popcorn trick to each other? <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, I used hot dog buns. So. Oh, that's a fun flip on a uh, at an old favorite. Honestly, yeah. it hurt me very badly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, when he took the chomp. <laughs> Right, the old dick chomp. Yeah. I was hungry. <laughs> you don't technically. It was a long into, show. You get peckish. You don't reach into no, a hot dog bun to grab. I go bobbing. Oh, you bobbing a bun? Dude's a bobber. Bobbing? I go bobbing for hot dogs. Dude's okay. a bobber. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Love, It's Jordan, Jesse, go. 
I'm Jet Set and Jesse Thorne. Jordan Morse Boy Detective. Steve Agee, former child star. <laughs> Good deep breath. Yeah. You were not a former child star. No, no. You no. Were, I, did, I was actually surprised when we were chatting earlier and you said you were in bands. I guess I didn't know you had a yeah. musical past. Yeah, yeah. You've done it all. Steve Agee went to arts. He's got an arts de- art degree. Things I didn't I know about Steve I have every Agee. poor choice in the arts. <laughs> well, degree look at you, degree look in at you painting, now. playing in bands, stand-up comedy, acting. Things that on paper your parents would just be like, oh, my God, what is he doing? But this cryptocurrency thing is going to be big for you, though. I'm, I've got my fingers crossed. <laughs> um, what kind of bands were you in? Punk bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sounds like fun. a lot of fun. Punk rock or? No, we were just jerks. <laughs> young jerks. <laughs> just little assholes. We played like mellow yacht rock, but we were young jerks. <laughs> right. So and so. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, you're just a man of many talents. Thanks, guys. You're a man of many talents. You got your you got your ad lib charm. I nap. You've got your <laughs> acting gifts. Yeah. We were talking about this in the elevator. Steve can nap. I cannot nap. You can't nap. Can't nap. Oh, that's Have a you shame. ever? I take maybe one nap a year. Have <sighs> you ever put any effort into it? Yes. Because you got to put your back into it. Sure. Yeah. For me, the best naps are no effort. It's me laying on the couch going, oh, let's see what's on Netflix. And next thing I know, really, it's dark outside and I'm very confused. I don't know if it's morning or night. I'm like, did I just sleep? Did I just walk out of a movie? Yeah. I uh, didn't nap Mm -hmm. until I'm, I'll say, five years ago. Mm -hmm. And a couple of different things happened. Number one, I started taking, for a while I was taking this uh, migraine medication that was making me so tired Mm. in the middle of the day. Also, I started to accumulate more and more children, Mm -hmm. which also had the same effect. Sure. Um, And I realized that, like, either I could have a garbage 1 to 9.30 p.m. before collapsing, or I could learn how to nap sometimes. Mm. Like disco naps, like really quick ones, or...? Um, well, I was doing a lot of cocaine. <laughs> um, does that all it takes, or do you White have to polyester? Sheets. You also have to have a <laughs> sure. four on the floor beat. Yes. Um, I what I did. I'll tell you what I did. You know, uh, you remember uh, old Max Fun sponsor Metafilter, mm-hmm. popular community weblog mm-hmm. and uh, community community. So there's this website, Ask Metafilter, which is like Ask Yahoo or Yahoo Answers, uh, but l- not garbage. Sure. And I went in. I went in there and looked there at. There are some, not no people on it asking if a spider can get you pregnant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at some, uh, uh, and the child mm-hmm. is known as an ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Um. So I. Uh, I. Uh, I just real quick. Yeah. I. Uh, at at yeah, at one point had a job where combing through the shitty Yahoo Answers thing was like a segment. Right. And the maybe the craziest one I ever This is when you worked for the McElroys. When I worked for the McElroys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they fired me. Yeah. And you uh, weren't getting paid. I was the fourth brother. I was like that other guy who was in the Beatles. Yeah. What's his name? Pete Best. Pete Best. I was the Pete Best of the McElroys. Um uh the way with so it was uh, – there was like an Ebola scare maybe like three or four years ago. Like Ebola was back. And on Yahoo Answers, someone wrote, will the Ebola outbreak affect the new season of Game of Thrones? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Concerned so, that it would hold up shooting or something if everybody got Ebola. I looked at 
a napping, a couple of napping threads on Metafilter mm-hmm. to learn what I could about <laughs> naps. And this is what I found. First mm-hmm. of all, I got myself a high quality eye mask. Mm. They got these oh, that are yeah. made out of three dimensional neoprene. I have one. So they don't press on your eyeballs. Yes, and I have one. It's what's your, pitch black. What's your brand, Steve? I don't know. I just found it at Walmart, and I was like, yeah. wow, that looks comfortable and amazing. And I bought it, and it is comfortable and amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you look like a bug. You look like a mosquito. It looks crazy, and it is a dramatic improvement mm-hmm. over standard. Yeah. Then I got myself – I had some noise-canceling headphones, mm-hmm. but I also bought myself some high-quality earplugs, depending on whether I wanted to listen to something or not. Mm-hmm. And then the essential thing that – the essential insight that I found from that mm. was you give yourself half an hour and your goal isn't to fall asleep. Just, Just know rest. that Just, half an hour is yeah. your time. Just to do 60 kegels. Yeah. <laughs> kegels. Your pelvic floor is going right. to be so strong Hell at the yeah. end of half an hour. Uh, but like re- genuinely, the central thing was – you just are taking some time to rest, and you have met your goal if you just have are in the dark mm-hmm. uh, listening to fresh air for half an hour. You've met your goal if you fall asleep. You've met your goal if you don't, and then at the end of it, you can get up, and you've, you feel good about yourself. You don't feel bad about yourself. And what I found was, while I had never napped before, I found, it, I found the power within myself. It was in there the whole time, I think. <gasps> I just had to let it out. Sounds yeah. like you I have seen also, Fantasmic. You have seen it. You've seen. I Fantasmic. should also mention. I <laughs> this made is the moral of Fantasmic. A four-inch incision immediately underneath my rib cage, mm-hmm. and put my fingers in there and pulled it, and it just slid right on out. Ooh. Just slid right on out, like a little power within myself C-section. Mm, gross. Yeah. <laughs> then I sewed it back up with dental floss. No, oh, that's good. Very <laughs> DIY. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Glide? Yeah. Or was it that regular old school white waxy dental floss? No, it was standard white waxy. Okay. I mean, got to keep it in the family, baby. Sure, yeah. man. You you really missed out on an opportunity to give your chest cavity a nice minty flavor. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you should have used mint. Uh, when something momentous happens to you, give us a call, 206-984-4FUN, or hit us with a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Then you get that nice, crisp fidelity. Mm. A gorgeous so fidelity. Good, yum, yum. Hi-fi, like a 60s Playboy magazine review. <laughs> Tickle our eardrums. Sure. Oh, yeah. Coming up, new <laughs> fiction by Philip Roth. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these articles are good. Most of them are bad. So in this, what's this bit? Is the, We're a, a radio announcer who reads old Playboy articles I to guess. you? Okay. I guess. The girls of the Pac-10. <laughs> <laughs> Top ten party schools <laughs> in ascending order. Um, yeah, JJ, go at MaximumFun.org. Uh, here's the first momentous <laughs> occasion call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and Jay Keith Van Stratton. Nope. Uh, this is Rick from Cleveland calling in with a momentous occasion. Can you pause this for a second? Jay Keith Steve. Van Stratton. Come mm-hmm. on. Does this look like J. Keith Van Stratton to you? Kind of. Yeah, a little like a, like a taller J. Yeah, a little Ginger. bit. They, sure, they were, yeah. there's a resemblance. Yeah, I mean, they're both pasty whites. True. You an Angels fan at all? 
Not really, but I grew up out here in Southern California, so we, uh, it was quicker to get to Angel games than Default. Dodgers. So sure. we went to those. So you've seen Wally Joyner ply his mm-hmm. trade, yeah, and Jim Abbott, and um, oh yeah, Jim Abbott. That's me and Jordan's cult- baseball cultural touchstone. <laughs> sure, it's the the thing the Jordan knows about baseball, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm there first for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, press play. We love Jake E. Van Stratton. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and. Jay Keith Van Stratton. Wrong again. Uh, this is Rick from Still Cleveland wrong. calling in with a momentous occasion. I have my three kids uh, all weekend to myself. Uh, my wife is out of town for the first time since my son was born. Uh, he's two now, and I was inside doing the dishes while they were outside playing with the sprinkler, and he comes inside uh, and says, look at my hands. And I look at his hands, and there is dog shit on them. Uh, he, and then I asked him what happened, and he said, I ate it. <laughs> I am not intending to tell my wife about this, but she does listen to the podcast. So, <laughs> anyway, have a great day. Yeah, maybe tell her before she hears it on the podcast. Uh, I'm no relationship expert. That's pretty momentous. Yeah, you guys know we have a uh, we have a parenting podcast here at Maximum Fun uh, called One Bad Mother, and on One Bad Mother they have this segment called Fails, mm-hmm. which this would qualify for. This could do double duty as a momentous occasion and duty. a fail. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> you, should, you should write for Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, so uh, I should write for Playboy's truly tasteless party jokes. <laughs> I generally do not listen to One Bad Mother because I feel like I am weirdly like uh, my wife is the co-host of the program mm-hmm. and I feel like somehow like I am like weirdly stalking her. If I listen to her show where she talks about our family life a little bit, like I feel like I, I know that she's being kind to me because everyone always says she's always very kind to you, especially anyone who knows what a <laughs> shitty parent I am. And but like uh, I think I, I don't know. I feel like I'm like weirdly listening in on something that's her thing. But she did tell me about this one fail, which was that it was a, a parent who is using her phone at the playground. And her two or three year old was a couple hundred feet away. It kind of like wandered off while she was using her phone, and she looked up and saw him kind of too far to inter- too far away to intercede. As he reached down and picked up a chocolate cupcake off the ground, a half-eaten chocolate cupcake off the ground, and she said, "No, no!" and started running towards him. <laughs> As he just held it up and took a big old munch out of that chocolate cupcake right off the ground. And she's screaming like, no, 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 no. Ah! And she gets there and it's not a chocolate cupcake. It's covered in ants. Hell yeah. Uh, so it's a, it is a regular cupcake that yeah, is, angel looks food. chocolate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. By, by, the, by virtue of the fact that it is so completely covered in ants. But now he's their queen. Yeah. The child. Yeah. <laughs> Child controls an army of ants. Yeah. God, I'd love to play a little sim ant right now. Ooh, yeah. This Friday, check out Ant-Man and the Wasp opening in theaters <laughs> near you. Right. Why, why is there so much? How come I hear so much about Oregon Trail and I never hear anything about sim ant? That's also When people are remembering the weird... video games from their youth. Yeah, that's also a weird game you were allowed to play at school for some reason. I don't remember that one. I think Oregon Trail was very widespread as far as, yeah. like, you know, a treat you got when you finished your, like, typing lesson in the computer lab, which you right. get to play, a you know, treat. 10 minutes of Oregon Trail. But Sim Ant wasn't? I don't think so, yeah. What did you do in Sim Ant? You fought other ants, you right. gave yellow balls to the queen, because yep. she liked to eat them, yep. and guys, 
I know I just said yellow balls. No I jokes. Was... No jokes, guys. I didn't want to go there. We're adults. Yeah. Didn't want to go there. <laughs> it's our duty. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, a big a pizza pie. That's a big a pizza, <laughs> big a pizza pie. Um, yeah, that's what you did in Sam Ant. Okay. Got balls. I had queen. a game called Sim Life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What a pile of garbage. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. Some bad Sims games. Oh, boy. <sighs> Sim Life, you had to create creatures and then have them grow up together. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. And I'm like, oh, I'm 10. I hate this. Just make them fight each other. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, let's take another call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, Brian, and guests. I'm calling with a moment, a momentous occasion. Um, I was just driving on the highway and I saw a stopped train and one of the cars had graffiti on it. And the graffiti was a train-sized uh, Sonic the Hedgehog shaking his finger and next to him in train-sized letters in the Sega font was the word flux. I have many unanswered questions. All right. Thanks. Have a great day. I think Knuckles, right? What about Knuckles? Who's the question? Well, the first question is, who's the slut? Oh, yeah. I think it's Knuckles. Yeah, but I mean, let's not shame him for that. No, I think he he's just in charge. He's in charge of his sexuality. I think that's great. I feel like the Sonic the Hedgehog universe mm-hmm. is a sex positive universe i think so too mm. as long as everybody consents to it <laughs> sure right why not everybody sonic knuckles amy rose go for it tails jim <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> also i'm talking about the I, chaos i Emeralds. think the big question is why was there a train on the highway yeah <laughs> yeah oh i'm smelling some bullshit now this story about the sonic graffiti Anyway, slut shaming Sonic, huh? Mm-hmm. Not cool. I mean, it, it's yeah, very not cool. Pretty rich coming from Sonic, considering how many times he's been pregnant. Sure, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I've seen some. I've seen some photos. <laughs> yeah, drawings more. More they're not photos, they're drawings. Yeah, but I mean, Sonic himself is a drawing. Yeah, sh- that's true. He's just drawn by computers. Sure. Mm-hmm. And what are computers? If not instruments in the of hands God. of man, and ha- oh, of man, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what is a computer but an instrument that gives you porn? Uh. It's like a flute that you can jack off to. Anyway. I wish I, I, you know, I. I'm just glad that I'm just glad there's there's people out there still doing whole cars. I here's what here's I want to see more end to end burners. Here's what I think we need to do. Whoever I don't I I, I, I didn't hear what city this was in. But apparently there's this negative Sonic the Hedgehog graffiti out there. Yeah. I think someone needs to do a response graffiti mm-hmm. on a ideally the you know, the next car on the train. But yeah. you know, wherever it'd be, you can see. It should just say, fuck all you want, and it's coming out of the mouth of Shrek. Mm. I think take it let's take it back. Wait, could the Sex positive Shrek. Shrek's positive. What's uh, Eddie Murphy from Shrek called? Donkey? Yeah, Donkey. That's his name? I think his name is Donkey. Donkey's... Very uncreative. Donkey says consent is... Yeah, give that another pass. Donkey says consent is cool. Yeah, there you go. Here's a graffiti... Shrek says fuck all you want. Yeah, and then Donkey says consent is cool. And then Donkey says consent is cool. And who else is in that uh, Lady Shrek. Lady girl... (laughs) Yes, Lady Shrek. Yeah. Who? Uh, Yeah. Lady Shrek says... 
I love sex and I I love orgasms. Sure. Yeah. So bring it on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so bring Cartoon it on. fuckers. <laughs> Go to town on me. <laughs> okay, so the three elements here. Yeah. <laughs> number one. <laughs> number one, Shrek is saying. Right. What's Shrek, Shrek saying? Sex is fuck fun. all you want. Fuck oh, all fuck, you want. Fuck Shrek all is saying fuck all you want. Donkey. Donkey is saying consent, consent is cool. cool. And then, and then Lady and then Shrek. Fiona. Fiona is Shrek's oh, yeah. wife. Fiona, Shrek's wife. She says, I... I <laughs> bring it on. Bring it on, you fuckers. You cartoon, cartoon fuckers. fuckers. I love orgasms. I love orgasms. I love bring it on. I love orgasms. Bring it on, you cartoon fuckers. fuckers. <laughs> and then the title is Shrek's Positive. Yeah. <laughs> Shrek's Education. It's Shrek's Education. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, and then there's a kid and he's saying CDB. Mm-hmm. He's pointing at a bumblebee. Yeah. That's from the book CDB. <laughs> it's a different. William I Scott like book, but it's just a little, that's like a little thing in the bottom right, like how an editorial cartoon sometimes will have a second little cartoon in the bottom right. Yeah. And it's like the it's like the guy who wrote the cartoon going like, uh, yeah, they really are a bunch of clowns. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you like, drew like a little self-portrait down mm-hmm. there. Cool. Yeah. Well, we figured this one out. <laughs> <laughs> Case closed. Case closed. And they said America was in moral crisis. Nope. nope. Not anymore. <laughs> not thanks, nothing. Now it's solved. Thanks to my friend Shrek. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Shrek. And his friend Lady Shrek. Mm-hmm. And Donkey. And Donkey. <laughs> From Shrek. That Y'all ready big for old this? Donkey dick. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on, you cartoon fuckers. <laughs> Do you think Donkey ever gets mad because people confuse him for regular donkeys that aren't in Shrek? Because they both have the same name. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't. I. I because like, I if I went know. to a farm and I said, right. "Can I meet Shrek?" Uh huh. They'd be like, "We don't have any Shreks here. That's a sure. thing from the hip movie Shrek." We have an alpaca. Right. But then if I went to a farm <laughs> and I said, "Can I meet Donkey?" I'm talking about the donkey from Shrek. He thinks I'm right. talking about just a donkey he's got. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when a spider impregnates a person. <laughs> right. By the way, a donkey. Oh, finally, I think I can yeah. answer that guy on Yahoo Answers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Now, I know as a Max Fun listener, you love enamel pins, but guess who were the first people to wear enamel pins? Everyone in Starfleet. We talk about them every week on our show, The Greatest Generation. It's originally about Star Trek The Next Generation, now we're covering Deep Space Nine. The main thing we're trying to encourage you to do is listen to the show. Listen to the show and know that you are expanding the community of enamel pin-wearing enthusiasts. You can only resist Big Pin for so long. So give yourself over to Big Pin and The Greatest Generation by subscribing and downloading right now. The Greatest Generation at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast. Something everyone knows. 
Hey, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we've got a new podcast on Maximum Fun called Wonderful. Wonderful. It's an enthusiast podcast where we talk about things that we're excited about and things that you're excited about. Things like overalls. 24-hour Sudafed. The grand prize game. The fact that wombats use their butts to kill predators. The soundtrack to the movie Dick Tracy. The beach potion we call Bud Light Line. All these things and more every Wednesday. And we'll also talk about things that you're excited about. You can find us on MaximumFun.org or iTunes or wherever. I don't know. Just search Wonderful. Google it. You'll probably get there. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan oh Moore. shit! Jet, jet, jetpack Jesse Thorne. <laughs> there you go. Jetpack the Rocketeer yeah. himself. Yep. Jordan Moore's boy detective. Steve Agee read the scripts to Matrix. Two and three fully understood them. Yep. Really? Yeah. Coherent. Made as sense. Fuck. Yep. Do you Very... think they wrote a part for Cornell West? Or, no. Or do you, or do you think they were just... looking at this and the, they they are like, well, the character description says a Cornell West type. Why don't we go straight to the source? Let's get yeah. him. Uh, I I don't know what that casting decision was like. Hmm. We'll have to, you know, when somebody does the oral history of how <laughs> Cornell West got in the Matrix movies. Matrix Revolution. Yeah. Exactly. Come on, BuzzFeed. Write that article. Is Matrix yeah. Revolution at all related to Dance Dance Revolution? Yes. Same universe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank God. Well, Steve, it's been a joy to see you as ever. It's been so fun, Yeah. Guys. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Steve, you have your own hit podcasts now. I do. It's called We're No Doctors with me and occasionally bu- busy <laughs> Phillips, <laughs> which is not busy. writing books and being her name and starting a talk show and... <laughs> she's busy. Mm-hmm. Busy is busy. Yeah, she's a charmer. Yeah, yeah. but people love it. I feel I like. I feel like when I, you know, casually talk to people and I tell them I'm in podcasting, this is one of the ones they're like, "Oh, I love podcasts. I listen to We're No Doctors." Well, if you guys have any medical issues, please come on and. Well, I know you have migraines. You should. The you migraine should headaches. Come, Glad to come by. Come anytime. talk about the migraines. Anytime. Talk about those You've migraines. Got my number Steve A. G. Mm-hmm. I'm fit as a fiddle. And can I, I'm going to give my regular recommendation, Mm -hmm. if anybody's out there, and they're looking for a comedian with an art degree to follow on Instagram. Mm Mm-hmm. Instagram? Look at at Steve Agee. I'm here. This guy's out here taking pictures. This guy took a picture of his camera the other day. Yep. That's meta. This camera. (laughs) Well, it was was National Camera Day. Mm -hmm. This camera looked like a Winnebago on a tripod. This, what was going on with that it camera? It looked like the EM50 from Stripes, that motorhome <clears throat> yeah. tank thing. There you go. What was going on on that That camera? was a Canon A7R3, uh, a, you know, fairly typical DSLR camera, but it had a 200-millimeter lens. And That's a, because you usually you do a lot of bird photography. Sure. And it had a, a filter uh, attachment on the end. It looked like you genuinely, it was the first digital camera I've ever seen that genuinely looked like if you wanted to, you could have taken a picture by stepping in front of it, telling something to the people you were taking a picture of, then going underneath a giant sheet and squeezing <laughs> a bulb. Yeah, it's it's a big setup. It's quite a rig. But yeah. Steve's, is, Steve is a very gifted <laughs> photographer and his uh, his Instagram uh, is is something that I always look forward to coming up in my oh, feed thanks. because it's always a beautiful photograph of a vista, a place he's traveling to, mm-hmm. yeah. a celebrated actress that he's friends with, mm-hmm. 
Uh, that's it. Those are the three categories. Yeah. Selfie free. I yeah. rarely post a photo of myself. No. Nobody needs to see that. No. Especially me. <laughs> that can look gorgeous. Thanks, look guys. at this handsome son. Looking bitch. good. For, yeah, for those of you he's at making home, a great face. For those of you at home. Ooh. I need to have a tooth extracted. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I have a toothache. You mean just for flavor? Just to give yourself a little extra something when you're going to that casting? Call. I had a root canal last year, and it was towards the end of a year of a lot of med- uh, dental work. And so by the time I had the root canal, I had capped out on my dental coverage. So they put a temporary crown on the on the molar. and um, America's health system, it just works. And I, <laughs> this was like in August, and I was like, I'll just wait until January till it resets to go in to get the permanent crown put on. And by the time I went back in, they were like, where have you been? Look, your tooth <laughs> this is, is a disaster. Corn. <laughs> yeah, they're like, the temporary is gone. Your tooth is uh, just a mess. We have to take it out. I've had a hole in my mouth for 18 months. And I'm just like, I'm just, I, they, they're talking about now, they're like, oh, it's finally time. You can In September, you can put in an implant. Is it a missing tooth? I'm like, yeah. Okay. Well, right here. Well, Did they put well. the bone, uh, do a bone graft? They haven't done anything. They took out, I had a I had a baby tooth that uh, had just always been there and just oh, well. finally got worn out. Yeah. Huh. They took it out. It's been gone for a long time. But uh, I'm just kind of thinking I might just leave it there and see what grows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what growth? Yeah. Maybe a flower. Yeah. What if I got a Dracula tooth? I mean, that's, ah! that's ideal. A fang? <laughs> one yeah. fang, old one fang thorn. Well, you only need one if, as long as the sluice is open. The sluice. The sluice? Yeah. What's the, the vein? <laughs> if, the, if you close the sluice, you can't get any blood through the Dracula tooth. No. So you got to open oh, up right, that right. sluice. Yeah, you got to open up the sluice. So you might know it as a flu. Right. Yeah, it's a regional thing. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm a New Englander. <laughs> sure, right, exactly. <laughs> The sluice, John B. Say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Howard B. Singer, John B. Is, an, is part Dracula. Yeah. Oh, so we're learning a lot today. Yeah, that's how he gets that uh, mm-hmm. finely shaped facial hair. Yeah, <laughs> doing John B. humor over here, Jordan. That's right. I love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And hey, thanks again for listening to Bubble. You guys are great. If you haven't checked it out yet. Um, please do. We think you'll really like it. It's so cool how many people have. It you really will, is. You will it's like so it. Super cool. cool. Yeah, Steve, you were very hilarious in your Thanks. episode. I can't cannot wait for people to hear that one. Yeah, it's, it was really it's fun. A, it's a great one. And you know what? Can I say this? Mm-hmm. Look, there's lots of events where you can't announce any scheduling stuff ahead of time. I know these types of events. You know these kinds of events. Yeah, so there's these events where it's all about. It's all about who's going to be there, what conference room's it going to be in, this kind of thing. Yeah. But if you've got some plans to attend events Mm -hmm. this summer. Conferences or conventions. Yeah. Let's say you're going to a convention. Sure. I'm just going to say, let's say you're going to a convention. Mm -hmm. Let's say you might hit up a Padres game after. (laughs) Sure, right. Well, make sure to catch uh, some of the cast of Bubble there. Yeah. Oh. I think I'm going to, I think it looks like I'm going to moderate, I think. Jordan, Mm -hmm. you're going to be there? Yeah. Yeah. But, but, you know, again, we haven't announced anything. Right. We wouldn't. (laughs) But just, if for some reason you were going to a Convention, or you've got naval training, (laughs) or we're heading to Legoland after. (laughs) Yeah, like for some reason, half of our guests on this show, Tip Top Meats. Sure, you're on your way to Tip Top Mm -hmm. Meats. 
Then great news. Pick out a meat. They'll cook it for you. They'll give you some German potato salad. I like that. Keep nice. it on your keep it on your radar. Yeah. Okay. Just putting it on your radar. Save the date? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Save a date. Save a date. Yeah. Yeah. For a snack later. Speaking it's of great. which, if you want a date shake. Yeah. Oh, uh, sure. Then you're going to want way. to That's more inland. Yeah, go out go to, to Hadley Cabazon. Fruit yeah, Orchard Hadley in Cabazon. Sure. It's a little more inland. Yeah. Um... And, you know, can I also thank a group of Bubble listeners? Sure. There have been so many Bubble listeners who have been telling people about it and tweeting with the Bubble Show hashtag. Yeah. And all, there's been some cool fan art. Yeah. been noticing some cool fan art starting to emerge. I noticed, a, I noticed someone, and this is probably some. I, I don't, listen, I'm not going to speculate as to this person's motivations. And, I, I mean, again, the, the imagination is a beautiful thing. Right. But there is someone who drew a version of Mike Mitchell's character yeah. as, like, a really buff blonde guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, awesome. Uh, yeah. It's Mike super dope. Mike is so funny in he's, Bubble. He is very, very funny. In and, it. like, to be clear, mm-hmm. we're all for that. Absolutely. The characters in Bubble can be any color you want. They can yeah. be any shape you want. Mm-hmm. Whatever you feel. Look in your heart. Yeah. Make a three, or three to four inch incision right below your clavicle. Get yourself some mint dental floss for yeah. after. Get your hands in there, spread it open, and birth it out. Yeah. Okay, then Breach s- it. Sew it back up. You're going to want to go white and waxy with that. Yep. The old waxy yeah. wax. Can waxy, I give you a waxy. suggestion for yes. future live events for Bubble? Please. Uh, hand Is out. It have less primary. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Throw out uh, uh, packs of bubblicious bubblegum. Shit, man, that's great. Oh, that's a really good idea because yeah. if you chew that, well, what's the next thing you're going to do? Blow a bubble. Blow a bubble. You got it. Hmm. You fucking got and it. It's bubblicious. Maybe bu- bu- we can handle bu- bubblies, the PepsiCo LaCroix variant. Can mm. I tell you? Uh, Hurled. Earl Kansas soda, hot well, soda cans. We're going to want to get like a t-shirt cannon type thing for oh, the yeah. cans. Really give it to people in the With face. With Michael Jackson's shimp on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing about the uh, conversations around Bubble that mm-hmm. have been going on is the hashtag Bubble Show. Yeah. Uh, which is the hashtag we've been using. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, I've noticed it is about 85% related to the hit podcast mm-hmm. Bubble starring Mike Mitchell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eliza Skinner, mm-hmm. Allison, Allison Becker. Becker, Keith Powell, Christella Alonso, and Tavi Givenson. Mm-hmm. And it's about 15% bubble shows. Yeah, like people- Like, like bubble-based performances. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like at kids' parties. Like, literally, like a guy who will blow smoke into a bubble and then yeah. you pop it like in a Bri- like, literally, Most of them are British kids' parties. Yeah. Uh, my uh, son, my four-year-old, mm-hmm. Oscar- uh, the day after we launched Bubble with the hashtag Bubble Show, mm-hmm. came home from his preschool and said, Daddy, guess what we had today? A Bubble Show. Whoa. Nice. He went inside a bubble. Oh, that's Oh, great. my God. I know. That's he, awesome. Has he come out yet? He floated away. Oh, that's <laughs> cute. Yeah. I mean, I'm sad that your son doesn't live with you anymore, that yeah. he belongs to the sky now. Cheaper this way. But, yeah, that's true. Family of birds adopted It's very him. cute. Uh, There's a Pixar movie in there somewhere. Yeah. Okay, our producer's Brian Sonny D. Fernandez. <laughs> He's the one you hear laughing outside the booth. Our apologies for that. He can't help it. He's just born this way. Um, it's a chromosomal thing. Mm. It's just he's got a yeah. he's got a little. A Don't little laugh, something. shame him. He's got a little something, something. Don't on the, laugh, shame him. On the him. side of one of them chromes. Yeah, it's little, better than crying. A little <laughs> cul-de-sac. Yeah, some people can't help but cry. <laughs> there's a little cul-de-sac on yeah. the edge. You know what I mean? 
And he gets in there and he starts driving Don't around. Don't shame him going. like a judgmental Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Embrace his laughter <laughs> like a Shrek who loves to fuck. <laughs> cartoon fuckers. You cartoon fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Maximumfun.reddit.com is where you can chat about the show. Also, like us on Facebook. You can find Jordan Jesse Go and hashtag it JJGo on Twitter. If you have corrections for the show, as always, Head them over to our customer service department. You can find them on Twitter at Gas Station TV. That's at Gas Station TV. You can let them know if there's anything, any quibbles or points of information. Yeah. Uh, yes. Cardinal facts. Yes, that song that Jordan sang was a real song mm-hmm. from Gene Autry about hoppity hoppity Easter's on its way. That's mm-hmm. a real song. We know now. Yeah. No, I've Santa learned. Claus. I know. I can't. I can't speak for Christella. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck you, you thought that was a fake song? <laughs> I was singing it and he Jesse and Christella both gaslit me and said it was a fake song. <laughs> no, I know. I heard I heard it. Yeah. I didn't I think like, it was oh, a real I... song cuz it's just Jordan just going to hoppity hoppity Easter's on its way. Hippity hoppity. Yeah, well, what the fuck hoppity. is that? Steve's right. Steve knows it's the it. Easter bunny song. Steve wouldn't have fucked with me if <laughs> he was on the Peter show. Here comes Peter Cottontail yeah, hopping down, up the, and bunny down the bunny trail. trail. Hippity hoppity Easter's on its way. Thank you. Thank you. I told you guys I already learned my lesson. Well, Fucking marinate in it, dude. <laughs> you were <you're> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.